Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, I'm Dr. Jean Connors, a hematologist at Brigham and Women's Hospital and Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. And I'm a hematologist who deals in coagulation and anticoagulation as medical director of the Hemostatic Antithrombotic Stewardship Program and anticoagulation management services uh, for cancer patients at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and for patients without cancer at Brigham and Women's Hospital. I'm delighted to have you join us today uh, for my discussion on treatment of patients with low risk of genitourinary bleeding um, when they have established thrombosis in the setting of cancer. And so I'm going to start with a case. This is a case of a 61-year-old woman with breast cancer with metastases to the bones currently being treated with abemacyclib. She presents with new left lower extremity swelling. She has no chest pain or shortness of breath and has a normal EKG. She is diagnosed with a proximal DVT involving the femoral and popliteal veins. The emergency department calls you to ask what should be done next. Your treatment approach includes admitting her for IV unfractionated heparin, admitting for low molecular weight heparin treatments, send her home with low molecular weight heparin, send her home with a doxibian, or send her home with a pixaban. And so we now have the luxury of having data that were specifically obtained from patients with cancer-associated VTE in phase three randomized controlled trials of the direct oral anticoagulants compared with the standard of care low molecular weight heparin. And all of the studies listed here uh, the low molecular weight heparin comparator was daltaparin. And you can see in these studies that we have uh, the first ones that came out in 2018, Hawkeye VTE cancer, which used a doxaban and had 1,000 patients, Selecti uh, Rivaroxaban in 406 patients, Adam VTE, where the primary endpoint was safety and not efficacy, 300 patients using a pixaban versus daltaparin. Uh, Caravaggio, uh, 1,170 patients, half randomized to a pixaban. Castadiva uh, and Canvas, uh, which was a pragmatic clinical effectiveness trial that randomized to DOAC of the prescriber's choice versus uh, low molecular weight heparin. And with these studies, we have data from more than uh, 3,690 patients uh, showing the efficacy and safety of DOACs to treat cancer-associated VTE. When we look at this meta-analysis uh, that was published in the uh, Journal of Hematologic, uh, Hematology and Oncology, we can see that if we take all of these studies and we look and compare those randomized to any direct oral anticoagulant, versus low molecular weight heparin, that um, preventing recurrent VTE favoring, uh, favors DOACs uh, in this uh, meta-analysis. And so that if you want to prevent VTE in your patient, um, DOAC uh, is preferable. And you can see the absolute uh, effect rates here with low molecular weight heparin versus DOAC for recurrent VTE. Now, when we look at the primary safety outcome for this meta-analysis, which was major bleeding from all of these trials, we can see a little bit of heterogeneity uh, in the results. 
uh, such that some trials, low molecular weight heparin was favored when we're looking at major bleeding. And for other trials, it was about similar between the DOAC uh, and the low molecular weight heparin. And these trials that were similar or better used apixaban uh, in Caravaggio, and about 60% of the patients assigned to DOAC and Canvas um, used apixaban as well. And so there really appears to be no significant difference there um, for major bleeding. However, when we look at what we call clinically relevant non-major bleeding, that is bleeding that is not major, just is not a drop in hemoglobin of uh, two grams per deciliter or a bleed in a critical space, but it is bleeding that brings a patient to medical attention. You can see that no matter what trial and no matter what DOAC, low molecular weight heparin had a, a lower rate of clinically relevant non-major bleeding. When we look at data from the Caravaggio trial uh, in a post hoc analysis, looking at the types of cancer and major bleeding, you can see differences in the types of cancer. Now, some of these uh, types of cancers were uh, represented at a low rate. And so you can see in this table on the left-hand side that uh, colorectal cancers um, comprised about 20% of the population and lung cancer about 16 to 18% and breast cancer, like our patient, about 13%. Genitourinary cancers were pretty well represented almost at the same level of patients with breast cancer. But when we look at the major bleeding and we look at daltaparin in the blue versus apixaban in the orange or gold, you can see that for genitourinary tract cancers, there's a higher risk of bleeding with apixaban than daltaparin. However, our patient with breast cancer has a very low risk of major bleeding with either uh, anticoagulant. So in this case, our patient with metastatic breast cancer with who has a new uh, left lower extremity DVT, the uh, correct answer from my point of view is send this patient home with a Pixaban. She is clinically stable with no signs or symptoms of a pulmonary embolus. She has a normal EKG indicating a normal heart rate and no evidence of right heart strain by EKG, and she can be treated as an outpatient. Direct oral anticoagulants are recommended as first-line treatment for patients with cancer-associated VTE now by almost all society guidelines, including uh, ASH, ITAC, ESMO, NCCN, and others. She has a low risk of bleeding with a DOAC, particularly GU tract bleeding, as evidenced by the data uh, we saw in uh, the Caravaggio study, and this makes DOACs an optimal choice. The reason adoxaban is not a DOAC of choice in this case is simply because uh, adoxaban was studied in the phase three RCT uh, with five days of a parenteral agent, an injectable low molecular weight heparin that just makes it more cum cumbersome and burdensome for the patient. Um, Apixaban uh, at 10 milligrams twice a day for the first seven days, followed by uh, five milligrams twice daily for the duration of the anticoagulation treatment period uh, will do, is a good choice for this patient. Abemacyclid, which by the way, has been associated with increased VTE risk in patients with breast cancer, has been shown not to have a significant effect on the metabolic pathways of apixaban, the CYP3A4 or P glycoprotein transporters. So we do not have to worry about drug-drug interactions. 
So for this patient's uh, ease of uh, anticoagulation and lifestyle benefits, you can send her home with a Pixaban or an alternative direct oral anticoagulant such as Rivaroxaban that does not require a parenteral agent lead-in. I want to thank you for your attention, and I hope you watch uh, the rest of the videos in our series. Thank you. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.